Hello again, everybody. Hope we're all well. I'm excited to go another rabbit hole here today or tonight, whenever you're watching and listening to this. Back here at Latrobe, we've been listening and reading a lot about Carlos Castaneda and his traditional works with Don Juan Matas, his shamanic teacher, and the apprenticeship that they went through. And there's a lot of controversy around this. I'll perhaps leave it to you to make up your own mind or consciousness over your journey. And I've spoke to other people about this and the, the feedback is very mixed on Carlos. But why I feel drawn to bring up Carlos again today, particularly in relationship to the L frequency and everything I've been talking about, it's on my social media, content, YouTube and the podcast, is there's a great level of awareness provided or we stop doing the things we've always done and we simply slow down, be still and let go to flow. But it seems so difficult, doesn't it? There's a metaphor, I think it's talked about by Eckhart Tolle, where in teaching a number of people going through spiritual awakening, he said the hardest thing anyone can do is to sit in a room and do nothing. Sit so still in a room. Just, let's say you do have your phone on you or some device, but to not pick up the phone, to not turn on some device, but to sit still. Seems so difficult, doesn't it? If we're watching a movie about that, we're watching someone sitting still, we'll be going, oh, what are they doing? Why do they find it so hard? Yet even if we think about it ourselves, can we sit still? Why can't we sit still? What is it about us where we have to keep giving away our attention and energy? And that's the gist of it. it without reading the, I think it's 14, 15 books by Castaneda, that sums up the whole chronology of books. We're here, we are in that. We're, we're in effect with a fire on the wall. We're watching the movie, the dialogue between Castaneda and and Don Juan. And Castaneda, for people not aware of him, he's very much in this world of reason. He's a scientific academic type. And he's introduced to Don Juan in the 60s. And through the 60s through to the 80s, he basically writes books about all these experiences, that apprenticeship. But a lot of what he writes, this is interesting also, is well after the apprenticeship has ceased. And a lot of it seems to come to him in an additional level of awareness while after the apprenticeship has ceased. And I feel that's connected with this. And any type of the awareness enhancing experience that we have, for me, if you're familiar with my stuff, it is mostly to do with the Camino de Santiago, which I walked seven years ago now, where I had all these experiences simply through leaving my corporate job, spending 80, 90 days walking through nature in a completely out of my identity comfort zone. And this level of awareness was provided. But when I began that experience, I was very much in that castinator mode. I was wanting to learn. I had the desire for knowledge, desire to pick up the phone in effect. You know, I needed to be stimulated. And I think that's part of why we find it so difficult to change, why we feel we have to speak so quickly, do things so quickly, 
get that cup of coffee in the morning, move on to that next stimulant, that next person, then what's next, what's next, what's next? Don't get me wrong, that entrepreneurial mindset of growth is powerful. And I do feel there's something in our DNA that literally moves us towards growth. To move forward, and we, you know, we're actually aging on a linear basis. So we will always be looking somewhat forwards. But if we're always looking forwards, looking to pick up the phone, looking to do the things without being present to what's going on in this moment, what's the quality of the interaction? And do we ever really find what we're looking for? I feel this is important. This is really important if you want to change your loop of conscious awareness. And even when I say want, for some people, and I feel if you've drawn this or you listened to this, it's already somewhat happened. The ability to create the change that Carlos is meeting with, sorry, Carlos is meeting with Don Juan, and this Camino experience to me, who really decides it? For Castaneda and Don Juan and their mystical shamanic tradition, they say it's the spirit. Intent creates the conversations, creates the encounter. And in the last book, the last, in effect, summary of these, there are a couple of more, I guess, hands-on top books after it, but this, the last summary of Castaneda's teachings with Don Juan, The Power of Silence, sums up the whole chronology in his apprenticeship was simply about shifting his assemblage point through raising his level of awareness. And the reason why Don Juan was, was led to work with Carlos is Carlos was led to work with Don Juan was about becoming a sorcerer, becoming that empowered shamanic teacher who's not attached to the conditional self. But the means to allow that awareness to develop to not have to pick up the phone, to be still in the room and be aware of how much we can change our reality through stop being preoccupied with the external but pulling to the eternal. It was by allowing ourselves to think differently. And it can seem very difficult to accept that as a premise that we, we literally change our reality from the change of the way we think at a limited level of consciousness, which is not something I would have thought or believed well before the Camino. I felt like the more I accumulated, the more knowledge, the more busy I was, the more worthy I would become. So to accept the complete opposite, you can look at this with successful people. If you, you really dig deep in a lot of the successful leaders in our culture, and they, Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss would probably be not a bad place to start. But numerous other books where they interview various leaders, these people, these successful people, they have sort of practices, rituals, focuses, and they all come from reality a different level or different way. Success habits, in effect. But there's still this clear resonance between the way they think and the success that they've received. And while some of them might have practices around intensive doing a lot of them particularly those working with manifestation and the entrepreneurial mindset and once you get past that external excessive effort they realize it's more about synchronicity 
ability to receive, which is awareness, openness to opportunities. You might find this in your own workspace or in the relationships where it's quite interesting where when you can have all these opportunities around you, but when you're not in a real business mindset, they just don't present. You don't see them as opportunities because you're not in the frequency of abundance of prosperity to receive them. Similarly with relationship partners, you may be drawn to relationships or situations where you feel like you need to fix someone because you need to be fixed or you're a fixer or you base your worth on how you fix or help others. But when you bring enough awareness into your frequency, you have these, and it might only be temporary, you then begin to perceive more relationship partners who, who are more aligned with your heart, who actually recognise you beyond your need to do anything. And there's just an ease in that relationship. And there's an ease in that business growth and flow. So, yes, for me, I, I produce content that's inspired by my heart to help raise the level of consciousness on the, on the planet. And in effect, that is a means of sorcery raising consciousness, raising the, the, the perception of reality. And while that's important for me, I also understand, except it's not for everybody, is it? Not everybody's going to be drawn to this. But if you are, and you feel connected to this, while there's content that you can learn and grow from, and there's so many wonderful experiences, and why I like Castaneda's work, and controversial or not, whether it happened or not, the dialogue is like reading a fictional book. It's creative. And it's interesting because it's actually very practical and hands-on without being so dry like a lot of those self-help books that tell you what to do and how to do it. There's a beautiful synchronicity in the relationship. And you see the characters, the way they interact with each other. you still got the, that dramatic element, that teaching sorcery through story. The storytelling is, is gripping. But at the same time you're absorbing the story, you're also getting the energetic download. You're getting the raised level of awareness. And that's what I find fascinating as well, that to improve our reality, to change the way we think, to stop needing to pick up the phone or to need to prove worth through others, it can happen through simply allowing more energetic awareness into our reality. And while energy sounds like such a external thing at first energy is a, a electricity it's very difficult and it has been difficult for me to perceive that we're also energy we're comprised of energy forms thought forms and the way we think is also energy so what it's really about for Castaneda's perspective and a lot of mystical teachers is when we stop giving our energy and attention awareness away to external things we are immediately change the loop Reality begins to change because we're stopped doing the things we've always done. For me, it was stopped being preoccupied with external worth or pleasing others through having a job, relationship, partner, situations of desire to prove worth and start listening to that hard awareness, intuition. Because that's what seems to happen and that's the big leap. That's the falling and dying dive that I talk about in falling and dying. To dive into the unknown, to leap into the heart, intuitive awareness is to go into a different dimensional realm of consciousness. 
It's to stop listening purely to conceptual mind, but listen to intuition. What feels right. Thanks again for being a part of this. Bye for now.